Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to our book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We continue on page 279. Abu Bakr radiallahu an performs hajj. The pagan Arabs considered themselves followers of the religion of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Indeed, they had inherited hajj, the pilgrimage to the Kaaba from Ibrahim although they had added many innovations to the rites. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, conquered Makkah, he put Atab bin Usad in charge. Everyone, Muslims and polytheists included, performed Hajj under his authority, but they performed it in the same manner as during the days before Islam. In the year following the conquest of Makkah, the ninth of Hijrah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Abu Bakr to lead the pilgrims in performing Hajj. Abu Bakr radiallahu an set out for Makkah with 300 Muslims from Medina at the end of the Qaeda. He took 20 of the Prophet's camels and five of his own for sacrifice. After Abu Bakr left, the opening verses of Surah Al-Tawbah were revealed. These verses contained an important announcement for tribes that had covenants with the Muslims. Any covenant that had not been honored would be broken and any tribe that did not have a covenant with the Muslims would have a grace period of four months. Covenants that had been honored would remain valid. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Ali to Makkah to inform everyone of the new verses. On the day of the sacrifice, Ali and recited the new verses to the pilgrims. Abu Bakr and then sent a band of people to announce that from the next year, polytheists would not be allowed to perform hajj, nor would anyone be allowed to practice the perverted tradition of circumambulating the Kaaba in the nude. Most of the Arab tribes had watched the struggle between the Quraysh and the Prophet, peace be upon him, with great interest, believing, as they did, that Allah would protect the Kaaba and that the forces of evil would not be able to conquer those of truth. The Arabs had seen Allah repulse Abraha's army and his great elephant when they tried to destroy the Kaaba. Now they witnessed Allah grant victory to Muhammad and they saw it as a sign that Islam was the true religion. Convinced that Muhammad, peace be upon him, was the prophet and messenger of Allah, the various Arab tribes began sending delegations to Medina. Between 70 and 100 delegations came to meet the Prophet, peace be upon him. Some came to ransom captives or to pay the jizya, while many others came to embrace Islam. Most of these delegations visited Medina following the conquest of Makkah in the year 9th of Hijrah, which became known as the year of delegations. It is important to note, however, that even in Makkah, at the height of persecution by the Quraysh, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had become famous, and several tribes, including the Aus and the Hazraj, had visited him in secret. After the Prophet's migration to Medina, delegations continued to arrive until the ninth year, when their numbers swelled close to a hundred. With tribe after tribe embracing Islam, the Islamic State grew until it stretched from the Red Sea to the Arabian Gulf and from southern Jordan to Yemen and Oman. The Prophet, peace be upon him, appointed governors and judges in each area to ensure that Islamic law was administered properly. He also sent knowledgeable teachers to the far reaches of the Islamic State so that everyone learnt how to practice his religion correctly. 
the delegations that visited the Prophet, peace be upon him, were in fact instrumental in spreading Islam among the desert-dwelling Bedouins. Although each delegation came with different aims and objectives, the Prophet, peace be upon him, made the same profound impression upon those he dealt with, and his fame spread throughout Arabia. Here was a man who had defeated the greatest tribe in Arabia, and yet he chose faith over wealth, mercy over revenge, and work over luxury. Many delegations accepted Islam after simply meeting with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and they would in turn encourage their tribes to discard paganism and become Muslim. Some of the more notable delegations will now be mentioned. The delegation of Banu Abdul Qais. The people of Abdul Qais, who lived in eastern Arabia, were the first to embrace Islam outside Medina. Thus, the first Friday prayers offered outside the Prophet's mosque were in the mosque of Abdul Qais in the village of Jawathi, Bahrain. The delegation of Banu Abdul Qais came twice, in the fifth year after the Hijrah and in the ninth year after the Hijrah. The first delegation, comprising 13 or 14 people, saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, at the mosque, and jumping down from the mounts right at the entrance of the mosque, they rushed to greet him. However, one member of the delegation, Abdullah bin Auf al-Ash, who was the youngest of them all, did not rush toward the Prophet, peace be upon him. He first made the camels kneel down and collected all of the goods from the saddlebags, and then took out clean clothes and put them on. Only then did he approach the Prophet, peace be upon him, and greet him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, praised Abdullah's behavior and remarked, You have two characteristics beloved by Allah and his messenger. You are both far-sighted and patient. Even before the arrival of this delegation, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had told his companions, A caravan will appear before you. Its members are the best among the people of the East, and they willingly accepted Islam. They have exhausted their camels and their provisions. O oh Allah, forgive Abdul Qais. The Prophet said to the delegation upon its arrival, Welcome, you will neither be disgraced nor ashamed. They asked the Prophet to teach them something that they and their people could live by. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked them to perform four duties. They were to bear witness, or the shahada, that there was no deity except Allah, and that Muhammad was his prophet and messenger. They were also to establish prayer or salah, pay the obligatory yearly charity or zakah, and to fast in Ramadan, so. Since Hajj had not yet been made obligatory, the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not order the people of Banu Abdul Qais to perform it. They were also commanded to give one-fifth of any spoils obtained from war. They were forbidden to drink intoxicating beverages and were ordered to destroy the jars used for brewing such drinks. A second delegation of 40 men from Abdul Qais came four years later. Accompanying the delegation was Jarud bin Ala Abdi, a Christian, who embraced Islam after meeting the Prophet, peace be upon him. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.